My basement, <laughs> my basement was dirty. Hey everyone, welcome to Vision to Success. <laughs> I'm glad that they caught with, that very dirty. <laughs> without content, without content, like you have no idea. We had people over yesterday and my kids are, they suck. Like they, they, they keep their rooms a mess. The, the basement is just, and the, and the basement's a man cave or a, it's a it's a cave, right? Yeah. So we have. It's always dark. To tell you the truth, it's always dark. So when he was telling me, I'm like, how dirty? I mean, like, I guess yeah, it was dirty, it but was, I didn't know how dirty no, it was because the lights was, are always off. Yeah, no, because of that, we were just so afraid of people looking. But I mean, we have a pool table downstairs. Plus, we, you have Nala, your bird. We have Nala, the bird, in the cage. Just like there's so much poo, <laughs> like so much poo. It Do you clean the cage? I, I don't. Oh my gosh, but that's so horrible. I know, I know, but that's the, that's the whole thing, right? So we 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 take so long. I take the, the bird is my responsibility. So I I you know whatever. I have this great resource that you can use. It's called Personal Progress. It will help you declutter your mind and set that as a priority. And, and how do I <laughs> and how do I take it? How do I get a hold of that? Well, let me tell you. You are gonna head over to mtclife.com. And you're going to go right there to free resources and download it. <laughs> it's going to help you with cleaning your bird cage. <laughs> <laughs> but it is. It's horrible. So anyway, so we spent, we woke up early Saturday morning. We had people over. We wanted to have people over on Sunday. So we spent the entire, all the kids. Seth was the only one because he was working. But every single one of us. And, and they were like to a point that they were crying. Their fingertips were bleeding because it was so, it's like, we want to take a break. No. Didn't feed them, no drinks, no, no pee breaks, No water, nothing. no food, no nothing. You clean your room. And then, yeah, sure enough. But it's it's beautiful It's clean. Now, right? I know. I was like, I came downstairs and I'm like, his kid's room is clean. Because whenever I come downstairs, yeah. I can see the boy's room and the boy's room is not clean. <laughs> it's a horrible But mess. today he was in there. I'm like, are you cleaning your room? And then I checked out all the lights were on. I was like, wow, this does look clean. Yeah. Then that smell is gone. <laughs> You no longer have to be burning incense because <laughs> every time this guy was burning incense and I'm like, what is that? It stunk, man. It's worse than a gym locker. Oh my gosh. But anyways, so yeah. So when I was saying it was dirty, I was referring to the basement. <laughs> Not Maria, that she never showers. Please, I shower all the time. <laughs> for your this hair. guy, this guy though, however, my kids totally were... I don't know if it's because they heard you saying we had a dinner together. Yeah. So yeah, you guys came over two weeks ago. Thanksgiving. Yeah, Thanksgiving, yeah. right? And he kept going off about my hair. <laughs> and so my boys now are like, Mama, you need to brush your hair. I was like, excuse me? <laughs> they come out with the brush. Can we brush your hair? No. <laughs> I love them. 
<laughs> I love it. So to give content there, Maria's side, right? I, look does at her, my side. Does, well, that doesn't look bad. It's fine. My side is fine. So I was making fun of her during Thanksgiving, and my mom was there. So my mom's laughing. She's loving it. And so then this anyways. guy randomly came out. Like I didn't even see him with a brush and started brushing this side of my. I'm like, so weird. I'm excited about today's topic, dude. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. So our topic is. <laughs> Drum roll. <laughs> it is. Take it away, Miguel. Controlling negative thoughts. And I don't know if you noticed, but on the post, I put it with the question mark. Like, it, so. Like, Matt, is it, I, like a, as in a question, like, are we able to control negative thoughts? Are we? And that's my biggest thing because I, when something bad happens, my mind automatically goes to a dark place. Yeah. Like, I just think the worst. The worst of the worst things, yeah. and so, anyways, I'm pretty excited to to do, talk this topic. So, something that you, you, the viewers may not know. Every time um, we pick a topic, we don't just fly by the seat of our pants. Sometimes we do. <laughs> be, sometimes we do because we've already done a workshop or we've done our research. Miguel but, pulls it out of his butt. I, I don't. hundred percent. I do not. What topic is it today? Just kidding. No, no. I really okay. So. Uh, Anyways, I'm just joking. Let, let's, I'm look just at, let, let's look at previous uh, <laughs> previous podcast. But the point is, we nine times out of ten we do we whatever yeah. or it's stuff that we struggle with as well, right? Yeah, and then we've done research to try and figure it out and things like that. But uh, when we don't, when we think of a topic and we're like, this is actually a pretty good idea. I've heard people and we get messages all the time. Can you guys talk about this and that? Um, and we may not have the answers, so it gives us an opportunity to do research yeah. and just read the books, read contents, take a look at what other professionals are doing. And then when we do that, we compare it to our lives and what we've been doing, and then we go ahead and, and talk about it. So with this, I do, I do struggle with that. When somebody says something bad or when something's happening, when they've done something to my kids, I go to a dark spot, like a yeah. really dark area in my mind, and I think the worst. And so is it possible? to manage negative thinking absolutely you think so 100 percent. yeah 100 percent is possible like I, I feel like for myself i've been in a journey of figuring this out for seven years i mean i'm still in that journey i don't have it figured all, all out right? right right but prior to that journey my mind was written with negative thoughts that's disgusting please make sure that you <laughs> i could hear you <laughs> now you know how i feel right <laughs> now you know how i feel okay thank you i'm just joking continue no. <laughs> Anyway, but the thing is with negative thoughts is that a thought leads to another thought that which leads to another thought then leads to a feeling and emotion and then it impacts how you show up in the world, how you interact mm -hmm. with your friends, how you interact with your family, how um, the level of work that you do, it has an impact in all things. So learning to manage those thoughts will automatically increase the quality of life in all areas of your life. So can I tell you a story? I'm ready. Let me buckle up for this story. Let it's, me grab my water. It, it, it's a pretty good one, actually. It, ha it just happened yesterday. Okay. So we're at the stake center, mm -hmm. right? And so there's three wards that meet up. Okay. So just context, oh, if you okay, don't go to yeah, our yeah. church, okay. uh, it's just the building that we use. Yeah. And each congregation is called a ward. Right. And so there's different congregations that meet at different times. Correct. There we go. Go yeah. ahead. And so in the building where we meet, it's called the stake center. Okay, that's why I said the stake center. So I apologize for those who are don't know what I'm talking about. So at this building, there's a stake. The building's called the stake center, and in this building, there are three congregations that meet up. Mm -hmm. One at nine, mm -hmm. us at ten thirty, mm -hmm. 
and the third one at 12. Mm -hmm. Now, between wards, there is a 30-minute transition. That's a tough one. That's like an intense, like, go, 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 go. It, it is. Yeah. It is, right? Especially if you're in leadership because people kind of mingle and stuff and you have to get them to. <laughs> but so that I don't mind because people tend to congregate. People tend to like just hang around after, yeah. as soon after sacrament. And then classes can't even start on time because people are still in the in the chapel, right? So yeah. I, I actually like the 30-minute transition, right? I really yeah. it, it takes 10 minutes to set up sacrament, like yeah. the, the, the bread and water, uh, fill the cups with water and all these different things. And so... Uh, it's it's um like I don't mind it and it does push people out because yeah. before when it was an hour transition it, it was like hurling cats <laughs> getting people to class and come on guys like youth let's go and, and and all of this and relief society like the women's organization oh my gosh right <laughs> I love them <laughs> I, I don't know how true this is but all right keep no going. I'm telling well actually not just relief society even the elders like the the the, the men the men's quorum like and, and, and nothing nothing against them. It's just people like to talk. Because we don't really get a chance. And that's the thing. I'm like, that's what we need, activities, because during church you can't really talk. Exactly. And yeah. so I get it. I'm yeah. not chastising anybody. I get it. We were in a congregation. We're all friends. We're all family. And what do friends and families do? We talk, mm -hmm. right? And so in an hour transition, after the sacrament is done. <laughs> You're like, the next class is done pretty much. <laughs> it's, it, people are people are just chilling yeah. in the chapel, right? Yeah. Anyway, so a 30-minute transition, it pushes people out. Okay. Okay? So I don't mind it. But yesterday, the Spanish word. So there's one Spanish word and two English words. And they go first. They go first at yeah. o'clock. It was their primary presentation. Oh, goodness. You know that went over. For sure. So it goes 10 minutes past. And people are starting to show up from our ward, from our congregation. Um. And so I'm like, so I had the iPod, uh, the iPad there, right? Because I, I broadcast via my, my iPad. And then people start showing up. The chorister starts to show up. So all of a sudden, all these, and again, it's a, it's, we're, we're having a congregation in the hallway. Like we're starting our... <laughs> You're starting your service We're starting our service <laughs> at the foyer, right? <laughs> Bishopric is there. So like the leadership is there. And so... 10 so we start at 10 30 oh, yeah because you're like they should be done by 10 if it's 10 10 literally you have 20 minutes to no, get everything set up 10 15 goes ah! did you message uh, jeffrey no <laughs> 10 10 17 he gets so the the last speaker of the youth of the child or no the primary presentation stops stops speaking so in a primary presentation and there's normally the primary pr president who speaks yeah either in the beginning or end and then the bishop has the final words in a primary presentation. Yeah, yeah. So at the primary president speaks. So I hear the last on the, child. On, at 10.17, they start speaking? They, the, so at 10.10, at 10, the last child okay. starts to finish speaking. Okay. Then I hear another male, a female voice, and it's the primary president, and she begins her talk. Oh, goodness. So now it's 10.17, 10.18. I'm like, okay. The bishop just call it a day, or did he actually speak? So he goes up, and then he starts his talk. Oh, my gosh, I'm dying. So everybody's looking at me, and then they're like, do something about it. <laughs> like, they're getting angry at And me. if you know Miguel, he's not confrontational at all. I am not confront. I am not. I am yeah. definitely not confrontational. And so uh, they're like, do something. And I'm like, what am I going to, like, well, I'm just going to go and, hey, todos, let's go, vamos, puchica, right? Yeah, start <laughs> clapping from the back. I'm not, I'm not going <laughs> to, can you imagine 
some bald Latino man in the back. Mira, por qué? Vamos, let's go, people, right? I, and these are also Latinos. I know. So right? you, I, I, I'm going to get shot, right? So, <laughs> Mormon spiritual blanks, right? And and forget it. If I would have done anything, it's, yeah. it, it's to, like I, I would have the entire word against me. No, right? no, hundred percent. And so, and so, one of my members, she goes, she goes in and starts doing this to the bishop while love. while the bishop is talking. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, don't do that. You're dying because that's not, I, like, it's, it's, it's not your style. It's not. I'm like, You whatever. were probably worried about what, like, the aftermath of it. Uh, yeah. And then I'm like, so so our previous bishop comes up and he goes, how are you? Because here's the thing is the entire time I was just smiling. I'm like, guys, it's going to be okay. Like, literally, I'm like, it's going to be okay. I, and I said, I'm like, in, in 30 minutes or in an hour, all of this will just be a memory and it won't even matter. Right. And so he's like, oh, man, I don't know how you're doing this. I would be flipping out and my, my anxiety would kick in. I'm like, yeah, it, it's stressful. But in retrospect, does it really matter? Like, yeah. I mean, whatever, right? And so he stops speaking. So right when she goes like this? Hang on. No, no, no. He <laughs> continues. Oh, my gosh. Right? But hang on. Remember, remember, 1030, we start. We start. And so what time did they finish? He finishes at 1027. And they have a closing hymn and then prayer. <laughs> and they still have to do a closing hymn. And, and they a didn't prayer. cut out the closing hymn. They didn't cut out the closing hymn. They just did one verse. And so, uh, and so, they did a. Uh, anyway, so what? So we got into our chapel at ten twenty nine. Okay, and then what time did you guys start? Ten forty. We started. We started uh, five minutes late. Oh shoot! So you guys went like go go go. Yeah. As soon as, as soon as they said amen. Like our members just rushed in, like our leadership team. They we we all rushed in and we started setting everything up, and then the the other bishop came out and said, "Okay, hermanos, you know everybody. <clears throat> the other ward is where you know we ran late. The other ward's about to start. Can we leave?" So then their congregation they started going leaving and moving yeah. out or whatever. Uh, our youth were just magical, right? Yeah. They just started like pouring the putting the the waters in the cups and they started doing their thing and they set it up. They put the bread and everything. Uh, 10.35, we started. Wow, that's incredible. And our two speakers, they still had their full time. So I cut down on announcements a little bit. So I was trying yeah. to find ways here to cut here and there. So our concluding speaker still had 15 minutes. Our op first speaker still had, you know, his 10 minutes. Yeah. So and we had an intermediate hymn. It was it was chilling. You took me on a journey because I was stressed <laughs> while you were telling me. But so here's the thing, right? And this is the very interesting thing. In the beginning, I was starting to get it. I was starting to feel angry and anxious. Yeah. I was. Right. Yeah. I'm like, it's 10 10, right? Yeah. We're normally in here. We're then around 10 15, I was just, just something, you know, just, just relax. And here's the thing is, right? People were looking at me. Mm -hmm. Right. If you were all riled up and upset, it would trickle down to your congregation as uh -huh. well. A hundred percent. When that when that person went in and started doing this, she that person was livid, like livid, angry. Like when the the they came out and she's like, right, right, ever. Yeah. And so what I started doing was started translating, the speaker. Oh, that's incredible, and you know what? It's a tricky thing too because we have this is just my thought process, yeah. right? I'm like, it's a Spanish word. It could, it had you been upset, I'm like, it could create division, but it could 100%. also create racial division. A hundred percent. So I'm like, it was, you You took the right approach. So they started, 
Oh, I thought I thought uh, I was <laughs> the like, kill switch. We're yeah, done. I thought it was the kill switch. <laughs> Somebody's on there. No, but then I started translating. Yeah. So what the, the when the bishop and the, the the female speaker were talking, I started translating, and so you know I'm I'm pretty I've done it before. Like I'm I don't want to say it's a gift. Like translators, people who are fluent in both language can hear one language and spit it out in the next one, right? On the fly. Yeah. So I did. I was just listening to him, and I was like, you know, brothers and sisters, thank you so much. I I, I had the opportunity to go into a lesson one time and, and teach the kids, and the, the way that they knew their answers, you know, taught taught me that the gospel is being taught at home. So I was doing the whole translation, with, and, and this person was listening to me, and the entire time I was smiling, everybody was looking at me. I'm like, guys, it's going to be okay. I promise it's going to be okay. And you could... Some people are still right up, but it, you can still you can feel it I go feel down. I feel riled up. But here, here's, <laughs> <laughs> no, you were like, ah, right? But here's the thing. No, so that's the yeah. first part, right? Here's the thing. The second thing is that after we were done, we yeah. were done. That person that was like, you know, let, let's chop off their heads, right? Yeah. Kind of thing, and came out, and that's the person I was translating for. They thanked me and said that when I began translating and heard the bishop's testimony, they started calming down. So knowing knowing what he was what he was teaching his congregation helped her just kind of like breathe, soften her heart, and softened her heart. Yeah, right. And so it was. It, it, but it, but it's the whole thing is like, what if I would have acted the exact same way? Then it becomes a tribal thing, us yeah. versus them. And you've you've mentioned that many times, right? Yeah. So it becomes an us versus thing, and then the fact that they are it's a Spanish word potentially becomes a racial thing. Yeah. <clears throat> and then yeah and i mean we're, we're sharing the building we are same we're brothers and sisters it it, 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 w- it was the perfect recipe for a disaster 100 percent, 100 percent. yeah well you th- you handled it quite well i learned a lot and so i'm excited that that happened yesterday because i think it's going to be the base of, of today's conversation yeah so oh. you, you did some research right yeah so i've been um Okay, so one of the things that I've struggled with... Is that an No, iPad? not yet. No, not yet. I'm still transitioning. What don't is worry. This? No, this is just my kids. I like. It's a tablet. It's like an Amazon tablet. So oh, don't an worry. Amazon? <laughs> uh, uh, uh. Can you just take it easy, man? I'm I transitioning. Keep, I keep trailing, tra- trailing her. I keep telling her to <laughs> trolling get... Trolling me? Yes, you keep trolling me. I do. Like me. that, I do keep doing to get an iPad. I'm going to. It's just taking me time to transition, okay? I am. Like, by, I will transition. Don't worry. Buy a but, shirt so she can buy an iPad. <laughs> oh my gosh this guy anyway um so <laughs> she needs to fit her kids <laughs> buy a shirt please buy a shirt <laughs> oh my gosh this guy if you see her on the street with no home it's because you didn't buy a shirt <laughs> if i'm pedaling outside for money pedaling is that what i say i don't even know i'm not sure that might have been a big word for me <laughs> it was okay. it's because you didn't buy a shirt <laughs> my english no good you didn't buy a shirt you didn't kidding. you didn't <laughs> I'm just kidding. Uh, But I love the idea of thoughts and I love uh, the idea of taking ownership and accountability and empowering. Like I love all those thoughts. So it Mm. led me down to this path of trying to understand my emotions better, especially after my dad passed away, right? It was the whole thing of understanding that you can experience both joy and happiness, uh, joy and sadness at the same time, Mm -hmm. be angry Mm -hmm. and still find comfort at the same time. So all that complexity of emotions kind of took me down this path in, into uh, understanding emotions better. Can I tell you something? Not yeah. that I'm contra- not to cut you off, but not to contradict you. That statement. What? You can feel angry and what is it? 
and, and happy at the same time? Angry and uh, I forget what it was. Calmness, maybe, or confidence. I don't know. But like, anyway, the, those two emotions, yeah. <clears throat> the, the, which they contradict with each other. Yeah, but it, we're complex. Like, we're complex people. That's the thing. You, you never fully just feel one way 100% of the time. Even if you're sad, you still have moments of joy. So here's, not, not that I struggle. But I, I teach a workshop where I talk about <clears throat> um, that a uh, positive distraction. So if you're ever yeah. feeling angry and anxious, go and do something so it can you know not to get not to get rid of the challenge. Yeah, but to distract your mind. To distract your mind, just to give you enough breathing room to probably look take a look at for solutions, right? And then I always when at a Catholic board, I always reference the Bible: light and darkness cannot exist in the same space. Right. But if you think about it, I'm like, it, it, it is true. But even when light pierces, like you can see a, a pin of light. But okay. keep in mind, you can still have darkness. If you see, if you're okay. in a dark room okay. and you see a pin of light, you can focus. Your eyesight is focusing on the pin of light, but you can still be in a dark room. That like literally, okay. that's what yeah, I feel yeah. like I've learned I get this it. past no, I get year. It. I agree. I agree. So, uh, before, and this was me before, where I struggled a lot. I struggled... I was unkind. I think with myself, I was unkind because I thought, you know, like if I have faith, I can't feel all these negative emotions. So I would push through and I would white knuckle it. And it wasn't good for me. It wasn't healthy for me. It created this additional pressure on myself. And recently after like with my dad's journey of health and losing him, it truly taught me that I can have a complexity of emotions. It taught me that I can be sad and have joy at the same time like even today so today i came in i was crying i've been struggling with a few different things in my life um it's it's been hard it's been emotionally draining but at the same time i had those feelings and those feelings are still there but it doesn't mean that i don't have joy and gratitude on the other side it doesn't right. mean that i don't have understanding and comfort on like so it's it, we're very complex creatures yeah. i think yeah okay no i agree it's good Okay, I, I want a clarification because it, it, but what you were saying, it contradicts what I've been teaching. And so, but it's now, now it like, makes sense. No, no, but it makes sense. So, it and you're like, oh my gosh, I gotta scratch that out. I'd be like, well, yeah, like, I mean, are you proving my thought process wrong, right? <laughs> Everything <laughs> so, that you've been working to <laughs> 10 years of teaching this principle, and all of a sudden you come out of nowhere, and be like, yeah, you can have all emotions at the same time. You're like, what? The? But that's the thing, it's about working through the emotions. Obviously, like, we, like you've even said, we don't park in those emotions. You're not gonna feel angry or depressed your whole life. Yeah, yeah. You're gonna have moments that you feel like that, but you're still gonna, even within those moments, still have po pockets of different emotions. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So anyway, so yeah. what was the question? I completely forgot. So what did you? Uh, so what did you learn? Okay, I want to recommend this book, and it's called. Oh shoot! Let me put on my glasses. See, if you would have had the iPad, it would have just come <laughs> up right away. The book? No, it's right here. Yeah. I just can't see. It's called Master Your Emotions: A Practical Guide to Overcoming Negativity and Better Manage Your Feelings. It's legit been incredible to be able to learn a lot more about feelings because I've learned that you're more than your emotions. Okay. Right. Okay. So just because you're experiencing an emotion doesn't mean that you are that emotion. And I've also learned how your thoughts influence your emotions, which then influence your actions and the way that you show up in the world. So that's essentially what we're talking say, about say, today. Say, say that again. So your thoughts. Your thoughts. Influence your emotions. Your emotions. They create your emotions. Actually, thoughts create your emotions. Okay. And your emotions affect how you show up in the world. Interesting. Okay. So it's like a three-step process almost, right? Like you have your thoughts, you identify with the thoughts, you're like, oh my gosh, you start playing them on loop. Then that what happens is that an emotion forms, 
then on that emotion, then affects you. Like when you're angry and upset, that affects how you show up with your family. Mm. I, 100%. Like today I was feeling it. Today in the morning I was feeling angry. I was feeling upset. Um, I was struggling hardcore with getting annoyed with my kids. Mm. But I knew that it was the emotion. So I, I did my best to just try to de uh, like de-intensify that emotion. I tried to like pull it down a little bit. But still, it affected how I showed up with my kids. Did you beat your, Did you beat Mike? Almost. <laughs> no, I didn't beat Mike. I actually had to apologize because I was a bit of a jerk last night. But that's another. <laughs> that's another thing. Drama, tell, talk. What happened? Do say. Oh, I mean, oh, trouble can... in paradise. <laughs> my God. <laughs> <laughs> I fight with my husband. Okay, that's totally normal. Oh, that's okay. That's okay. I don't. Anyway. I don't fight with Tegan. Tegan yeah, okay. fights with me. Oh, that would be even worse. I know. No, I'm oh joking. No, no, we get into discrepancies. It's it's part of life. It is part of life. I 100%. I'm like, Mike always told me that he had never fought with anyone as much as he had <laughs> fought with me. So he's like, you had to be the one. Absolutely. <laughs> you don't fight. It means you don't care or you're not working through the emotions. 100%. There's no way that someone cannot like have disagreements or like. Yeah. It, like if, if that's happening, like no, even, you're not. The, even the perfect couple have had disagreements, right? Yeah. With the uh, my in laws, <laughs> they they never argue. They probably do it in a more passive way. No, 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 no. no. Hang on one second. They never argue. Uh, they never just go at it, right? And Tegan's like, I've never seen them fight once. Yeah. <clears throat> and so then I approach, you know, the uh, I approach them. I'm like. Do you guys, are you guys even humans? <laughs> How do you do it? <laughs> like, there's no way that you guys don't find it. It goes, oh, no, no, we argue. They just do it behind closed doors. Yeah. And they don't promote it. So, <laughs> See, different for me, I totally have fought in front of my kids. And yeah. <laughs> to the kids after, I was like, guys, we're not perfect. Like, yeah. you. And, 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 and there's pros and cons there, right? Yeah. <clears throat> like, there's pros and cons there. I, and I mean, I could be, I can stand, be, stand corrected, but I think that it's uh, because, because if you don't fight on a, I don't want to say fight, if you don't show arguments or that there is um, that there is differences between husband and wife or mom and dad, and then and and if a child is not a witness to that, then the child can't cannot be a witness to the resolution. Mm -hmm. And so they just grow up thinking that mom and dad are perfect, and then I'm gonna marry somebody that that's perfect. And that I'm never going to fight with them. And that's what happened with Tegan and I. <clears throat> when Tegan and I got married, we argued. Yeah. All the time. And she's like, what is this? I'm like, this is marriage. <laughs> my parents argued all the time. But I would also see the resolution. Yeah. Right? My dad would be like, okay, let's just let's just go to Tim Hortons. Right? That was it. That was, uh, that was done. But 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 I saw that. I was saw the, oh, they, they arguing. Right? Ooh, that was nasty what they said to each other. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> yeah, they were brutal, right? Okay, they're arguing. Oh, but look, resolution. And so I'm like, okay. So when Tay and I got married, she was like, why are we arguing? We're not supposed to argue. My parents never argued. I'm like, that's, I, I, I don't buy that. You, you have to. So I think to a certain degree, some level of disagreeance or argument is healthy. There's a balance, right? There, there needs to, it can be full-out war because then that's just traumatizing for the child. Yeah. But they do need to see a little bit of argument. Because it's super important and they, they get to see the resolution. And I, I just, for, uh, for myself, my thought process is that it's important to know that that's normal, part of life. You're yeah. going to go out into the world, have conflict. Yeah. Right? Obviously, you don't want them to be like 
beating each other up or anything like that, right? Yeah. But I'm like, they, they have to see that that's a normal part of life. Yeah. And then, like you said, resolution, right? I don't think it's healthy for them, though, your kids, to see, witness you beat Mike up. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm just saying... I'm just saying. I know that's probably not the healthy part. It's okay. We're all a work in progress, right? No, but still, I feel <laughs> for kidding. Mike was a battered man when he came last Monday. He, I can see, I could see him oh, like just. Please. He, twitching. I like, I come in and he like twitches. <laughs> Suit. That's not true. If you go back to our previous podcast, you'll see Mike kind of like flinch a bunch of times. When I just look at him, he's like, oh, what? Uh, uh, <laughs> and and when he chose, when he chose, remember he had to choose which side, left or right, at the uh, closing credits? Yeah. He didn't do it because of love. He did it because of pure fear. <laughs> That's how I like to keep it, all right? <laughs> anyway, getting back to our actual topic and managing negative thoughts. That is a negative okay, thought. <laughs> so tell me, how do you manage your negative thoughts? There's something, there's a trigger that happens. You have a negative thought. What do you do? I So... I've been getting better. And okay. and, and beca- so I again from the beginning, this is something that I have struggled with yeah. the majority of my life. So the 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 kill switch is not that easy, right? To to all of a sudden just be a new person. Yeah. It does take time, just like building muscle. Yep. It's gonna take a while to build that 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 trigger as well, that muscle. Mm-hmm. But for me in the past, it I, I haven't had a resolution. Like I I, I, <clears throat> I just think, push it out of your mind. No, not even. I dwell with it. And I can't sleep at night. Oh so and so doesn't like me or so and so is upset or whatever. That's why this calling has been a very struggle, right? Yeah. But from what I've been learning is um so here's the one thing that I've been learning. Negative self talk is real. Yeah. It happens to everybody. Okay. We we I think I don't care who you are I think for the most part, we can all agree that negative self-talk is real. <clears throat> and so if negative self-talk is real and that's legit, yeah. then positive self-talk has to be real. Mm-hmm. You cannot believe in God and not the devil. And you cannot believe in the devil and not God. Yeah. Like they both exist, yeah. right? And so if negative self-talk is absolutely real, how you talk to yourself, how you... What you say when I'm driving to the gym, when I'm talking, when I'm looking in the mirror and what I'm saying to myself, if and that's going to bring me down, then the opposite of justice is just true. And so what I've been doing lately, and this is what I did yesterday, right? The minute I started feeling, feeling anxious and I saw all these people just looking at me and waiting for a reaction. Yeah. I'm like, I have a choice to make. So that was the first step. Yeah. I needed to realize that being angry is a choice. Mm-hmm. It's so true. And I've always heard that before. And I witnessed it yesterday. Being angry is a choice. And so I'm like, okay, I have a choice to make. People are looking at me. I have to decide. And so I calm down and I relax. I'm like, it's going to... And I started looking at the end in mind. And I'm like, in an hour, all of this is going to be just a memory. Yeah. Right, that waiting outside for an extra twenty-seven minutes is just going to be an. So I started living in the present, and then, mm-hmm. and then, and in, in an hour it's going to be okay. So then, from that feeling, I brought that feeling back into the into the future. So I went into the future, and you brought it back into the present. Into the present. Mm-hmm. So that's what I did, right? Yeah. So I went to the future. In an hour, is this gonna is this gonna be valid? Probably not. How I'm gonna How am I gonna feel in the future? It's gonna be okay. We're going to hear our two wonderful speakers. So I started feeling better. And mm-hmm. that feeling better, I brought it back to the present time. And I just started smiling with the members. And I just told them, it's going to be okay. Yeah. Right? And so that's a, that's an important thing. So here's the thing that I've learned about this book, right? Mm-hmm. That in order to 
uh, continue having negative thoughts is that you have to give your attention to those negative thoughts, right? So for okay. instance, you have one <coughs> negative thought, then you start dwelling on that negative thought, and then that negative thought is going to create another negative thought, which is going to make you identify it more, meaning like you're going to look for more examples in your life where that negative thought has okay. is real, okay. which then what happens is creates a loop, right? So you're continuously having the same, same thought, and then what leads to is a strong emotion, it can be used both for positive and negative, like you were saying, right? Mm. So, for instance, had you been annoyed about the fact that you were there and that you were waiting and they always do this and that's your thought, then what's going to happen, your mind is going to look for more examples of them always doing that, right? So because now you have this loop of like, oh, I'm so annoyed, like, don't they know that we have to start at 1030? And then they're like, and then you're like, oh my gosh, they always do this. I remember when this happened and this happened and this happened, they have no respect, like just kind of mm -hmm. those thought process, mm -hmm. right? And then <clears throat> what's going to happen is going to create that strong emotion. So your annoyance, mm -hmm. you could have been angry. You could have gone and like have a confrontation with one of them, or you yeah. could have just acted annoyed as you were rushing in and like doing it. Right. So it's like one of the things that we have to, that we have to understand all of us, including myself, is that we give life to the thoughts. So if you starve the thought and you have the thought and realize just because I think it, it doesn't make it real. And then you just continue a different thought or examine how that thought is making you feel and being like, okay, like what happened? Did something trigger that thought? How is that thought making me feel? Okay. Is that true? Like mm. asking yourself kind of questions like that can help you put, uh, can help you pass it. But as soon as you identify with that thought, that's when you're in trouble. So it's interesting you're saying that because <clears throat> a couple of weeks ago, three, four weeks ago, we had an activity. And it was apparently didn't get booked into in the calendar, in the building calendar. Yeah. And so, but it was a big deal. It was a chili cook-off. Oh, shoot. That didn't get it booked? So it didn't get booked. Oh, man. Right? So somebody dropped the ball. It didn't get booked. And then it just didn't. Right? Yeah. We don't know what happened. It doesn't matter. But the Spanish ward, they booked the building because they went in the calendar and saw that there was nothing there. Yeah. And so then they booked it for 5 o'clock, which is the time that we were going to have our activity. So we're a week now before our activity and all of a sudden their activity pops up in our calendar and then it's sunday morning right yeah and and we're about we're gonna have the activity th th that saturday coming and so everyone's like what are we gonna do like we've done so much advertising we're gonna you saw how many yeah. people were there right it was a lot of people it there was were so a, good a, so much food yeah. right so what are we gonna do like we have all these people coming they're super excited to come whatever so i messaged them right yeah. and i go hey I just saw that you guys booked something, you know, what's happening is like, oh, we're having like our, our war picnic. We yeah. couldn't have it during the summer. And I'm like, man, and he goes, why? And I'm like, because we have this activity that we've been planning for about a month and a half now. But then I think something happened and, you know, we, the, the building got double booked. He goes, give me a second. And so during the congregation, during their sacrament service, uh, during their sacrament service, he talk to this le the leaders the leaders decided you know what let's have it earlier let's have it at uh, 12 o'clock yeah so on the fly they changed it for us so they they bailed us out it wasn't our yeah. fault right like i mean they, it wasn't their fault they booked it because exactly. there's nothing there they could have been like sorry i already booked it i don't know what you want me to do right <laughs> and so I, I started thinking of all the times that they've that they've bailed us out. Another one is we should have been cleaning the building the last three months, but we just moved in. Yeah. And so the Spanish word is like, you know what? You guys just moved in. Don't worry. We'll do another three months. So they, they've been cleaning the building now for six months. Wow. Right. And we should have been cleaning. 
And so, and, and they were like, don't worry, just, just come back and relax and whatever. So they've done so much. And that's and, what you have to remind yourself, right? But what, your point, and they've never been late before. Yeah. And so, and it's a primary presentation. You can't get mad at the kids, right? They, they went over whatever. <laughs> yeah. Bueno, baboso, baboso, aprende, right? You got to learn. You got to learn. Be on time. <laughs> and so, and so I, but your point is that if I would have dwelled on the negative, mm-hmm. then my, my, if I would have thought of only the negative, it would have triggered my negative emotions and it would have triggered my negative behavior. Yeah, because right? it, it would have totally affected the way that you even came into the uh, chapel. 100%. And so, but your point is that so true is with the positive. Mm-hmm. If I, because I was thinking of the positives, yeah. it triggered positive emotions. And so my behavior was positive. Yeah. So when, when we came in, he comes up, he came up to me and goes, goes I completely forgot that you guys started at 1030. Yeah. He goes, I thought we had more time. He goes, I am so sorry. I'm like, dude, it's not like you do this every time, man. You're good. You're, you're, you're okay. So he was apologetic. If I would have come out swinging, it would have ruined our relationship, 100%. right? 100%. And I'm like, and that just built even more rapport between the two of you. Yeah. It built your trust. It built your relationship, right? Yeah. So there's so many positives about not succumbing to those negative thoughts. Yeah. 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 No, so I love what you said. The negative, negative thoughts triggered negative emotions which will trigger negative behavior but the opposite is true yeah so you have and i like what you said too with regards to having a choice i'm reading um the seven habits of highly effective people right now right so he talks a lot about the book it is so good such a good book i i've yeah Yeah. it is so good it's it's really helping me to understand the importance of of relying on other people sometimes we try to do everything on our own and that's not what true success is. Mm. True success interdependence. But that's another topic for another day. Yeah, <laughs> we, should get, we should get taken in, the, in that one for that. <laughs> anyway, so in this book, right, he has this chart that it says that you have your environment, your trigger, whatever it is that's going on, right? Then in the middle, you have your reaction. And then on the other side, you have your result. Well, in the middle with your reaction, you are in charge of your reaction. Mm. So he goes off to give this example about, um, I forget his name. He was... Um, he he was Jewish. He was uh, it, like he suffered from the Holocaust, and his dignity was taken away. He was beaten. He was naked. He was in jail. Um, every day he lived in fear for the fact that any moment either he was going to be taken to the ovens or he was going to be murdered in some way, right? But then he had this thought that he's like, even though all my dignity has been potentially like taken away, has it really? Do I have the ability to free myself? And so then he goes and he explores the whole concept of free will and what you're willing to give up, right? And so he says that the ultimate, the ultimate um, sign of freedom is your freedom to choose. So even though he was beaten, even though he has all these negative experiences that are happening in his life, he was able to train his mind over a period of time to envision himself as a future self teaching what he was going through and all the takeaways that he had during this time. You read that in the book? Yeah. In the Seven Habits, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah, no, no. Yeah. I'm, I'm like, why does this sound familiar? Yeah, because it's in Seven Habits, okay. right? Yeah. And so then uh, so then what happens is that he started influencing his sphere of influence because even while he was there, he still had his sphere of influence, which is the other people that were captive, even other um, uh, soldiers, not soldiers or, or whatever, like soldiers that were there, he started influencing that and he came out and he was able to completely impact people's lives right and so it was the whole thing that we have a freedom of choice we have free will is it hard to exercise it absolutely because it's like a muscle 
if we succumb to our environment, if we succumb to the weather outside, if we succumb to things that are happening to us, we were never going to be fully in control. But if we give ourselves and empower ourselves to, to really be like, hey, I have a choice. I have the choice to be upset, be angry, or I have the choice to take a deep breath, manage my feelings right now, know that those feelings are going to dissipate because you did say you knew that within an hour those feelings were going to go away, right? Like you had a choice, right? So if we choose to focus on those things, then the positive, you're giving it life. Mm. <clears throat> so those are my thoughts. <laughs> Have you read The Eighth Habit? No, not yet. Are you serious? No, because I'm just starting... This is my second. You haven't read The Eighth Habit. Let's relax. Neither have Get I. Get off your high horse. No, neither have I. <laughs> this guy. <laughs> neither have I. <laughs> anyway, but yeah, I'm like, I love this whole thing about personal development because it teaches yeah. you so much, right? Yeah, yeah. But if anything, if you can take anything, any kind of breadcrumbs from us is number one, know that you're more than your emotions, that you have a choice. And the second thing is invest time in yourself. Do personal development. Yeah. Yeah, and, and yeah, a hundred percent. It's very interesting. We we don't have all the answers to the, the the world, right? But this is the thing: is we get to this platform of, you know, developing human behavior because we do personal development ourselves, yeah. and then we learn these techniques, and then we analyze these techniques, and then we just go ahead and reteach or you know reform. We practice well. We practice them in our lives, right? And then we teach it again. So everybody has the potential to overcome all of these challenges. Yeah. But it's about you know, just like I take time to go to the gym, you take time to work out in the morning and develop yeah. these muscles and your cardio. We all have the potential to develop these skills as well if we just dedicate some time to personal progress. Yeah, and it doesn't have to be an insane amount of time. Yeah. I I read like while I was working out, the trainer talked about the power with the power of five minutes, right? So he's like, you don't want to do something, just do it for five minutes, five minute actions. So. Pick up a book, any book that you're interested in, anything that you're struggling with, right. look it up, pick up a book, read it for five minutes. And I promise you that those five minutes will at some point become seven minutes, then 10 minutes, then 15 minutes. It's not huge actions that we have to do every day. All that I do is I, I just read 10 pages a day. That's and that, it. yeah, and that has helped me so much, just even how I feel about myself and my confidence within myself. And my, I think it's, I think the most though, my biggest takeaway is just having grace for myself. Mm. Knowing that life is not meant to be easy. Whether I do personal development or don't do personal development, hard things are going to happen, right? But personal development helps me to be better equipped to handle those difficult things. Mm. Personal development and have a circle of influence. Yeah. Positive circle. circle. Positive. But in all honesty, my number one is faith, obviously. <laughs> and then personal development. Well, because, well believe it, even, yeah. even, even that you came in, even though you knew all of this. Yeah. You came in here. I was crying. Yeah, you were like beside yourself, right? And, and then, <laughs> okay, and I like not. You were. You you had boogers everywhere. Like it was it was a it was a mess. Where's my where's my tissue? Can it's I like... show? If we could only tip the camera, and I would show you all the the snot rags that that snot are snot rags. Like it's just disgusting. <laughs> no, it is true. Even though I know all these things, I still experience emotions. I experience difficult emotions. But here's the thing that it helps me to bounce back. Me. <laughs> It helps that, yes, obviously having a... <laughs> it was all me. No, but you're absolutely right. Like, you gave me a different perspective, and that's what we need. Like, you know how we talked about interdependence? Mm -hmm. If I relied so much in myself and my own thoughts and my own processes, I have blind spots because mm -hmm. I only have a point of reference. That's my life. But you have a different point of yeah. reference, right? Yeah. And, you know, the thing that we were talking about was the loss of my dad. He lost his dad. You lost your dad. Mm -hmm. 
but our experiences are different because you're a guy, yeah. like you're a son, and I'm a daughter. Yeah, and right? it is, and it is very different. Hundred percent is different, right? So he gave me perspective, because I can't, I I don't know what it's like to lose your dad while you're a son. Yeah. I'm not a son. I'm not a guy. I don't think the way you do, right? Yeah, yeah. But yet when we talked, I'm like, you were able to give me that different perspective. So that's why it's important to have good people in your life yeah. and to talk to them about these things, right? And so that's what I'm saying. So personal development is super important. Yeah. And you have to have you have to somebody that you can bounce ideas or, or jam with or you know just like circle of influence. It's the same thing with the gym. Yeah. Right. I. When I go to the gym, I can develop to a certain degree. If I want to kick it up a notch, I need a spotter. Yeah. I need somebody that, because when I get to, you know, you you push to 10, but the real breaking point of the muscles when you get to 11 and 12, the last two, mm-hmm. right? And so if you're, if I'm, I'm afraid that the, 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 the machine's going to fall on me, I'm not going to take that risk. So I'm going to stop at 10. So that extra two that could have helped me to grow, I couldn't do it because of the fear of losing my life. Yeah, that's but a legit fear. It is a legit fear. <laughs> I have three three plates fall on you, yeah, right? That's like not... six plates in total. Yeah. You're done. But the minute somebody stands behind me and and keeps shouting, You got this, you got this, they don't help on the eleventh and they barely help on the twelfth. I probably could have done it without them. Yeah. But the fact that I just have somebody else there with me helps me progress that much that much greater yeah it's true and so you we all need somebody yeah right we all need somebody and we all need to personal progress those are the two biggest things about personal development that i that i would have to like double down on yeah me too me too and this is the thing too i'm like often you when you're like oh my gosh where am i gonna find these people my thought process is that as you develop yourself these people are going to be attracted to you yeah if you you buy a shirt a (laughs) hundred percent what am i lying 100 percent. you want those people to come closer to you buy a shirt but you know what i am curious though what the eighth habit is yeah i don't know you told me about it i was like i i, I don't know and i think i bought that book i just haven't read it yeah the eighth habit to highly effective i don't know what it is i pay so there there is a book which is the seven habits of highly effective people for teens i paid my oldest who's 11 years old 20 bucks to read it <laughs> Oh my gosh. What? Oh, I'm starting to read this today. What is that? Oh, you're going to you're going to see oh. I could just are you going to tell me or do I have no, to look I'm, it up? I, no, I'm going to tell you. <laughs> I'm just reading what it Okay, I'm 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 so so for those who don't know the concept, right? Stephen R. Covey was a BYU professor and he was quite religious man. Right. And then he figured out that a lot of the principles that he was learning in his faith, um, it could really help a lot of people. If you a lot of people don't like faith because that whole fear of, you know, wanting to worship or not wanting to worship, but the God component. Right. Mm -hmm. Not realizing that like that's the key. But anyway, so there's a lot of principles that are called universal principles that are. Uh, principles that, that can be practiced across the board, whether you believe in God or not. and so, Or if, if you, you're different religions. Anyway. Or if you're different, yeah, if you have, even have different faith or you're following something else. So he, he started looking at all these principles that were being taught, but could also benefit for someone who just doesn't believe, right? And mm-hmm. so he left his practice as a university professor, uh, making good money, and then he developed these seven habits that if you just 
learn and practice these seven, seven habits, you are going to be a highly effective person. Mm-hmm. Anyways, box office hit, just it, the most downloads. There's even a course that you can take to be able to teach these seven principles. Years, like we're talking about a couple of decades later, he comes up with the eighth habit. What's the eighth habit? So the eighth habit is, are you ready for this? <laughs> I'm, re- suspense. <laughs> I'm, 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 st- I'm starting this book like I am. I'm starting it today. So the eighth habit is find your voice and inspire others to find theirs. That's so good. That's a good. I like it. Right. Yeah. Because I'm like all the seven habits is all about per- like developing yourself. And then you're having your private wins become public wins through like working with others. But so, this one is about finding yourself in that process and helping others do the same. And so he goes on to say that a voice for Covey's code is for unique personal significance. <clears throat> um, unique personal significance. Those who inspire others to find theirs are the leaders needed now and for the future, according to Covey. It's a good book. I can <laughs> You're like, where has this book been all your life? Clearly, it's been under your... I have all my books. I have to find my book. I have to find that book. If not, I'll just I'm just gonna buy it. Like I'm gonna buy it, download it on my phone. Oh, this is I'm <laughs> Oh my gosh. I love it. Like I just absolutely love it. I had no idea that that's what the eighth habit was. Yeah. I'm excited. Yeah. It's a, honestly I can highly recommend the book, The Seven Highly The Seven Habits of Highly Effective People. Yeah. And it's not for, it's for everyone. It Regardless of what your profession, career, regardless if you're staying at home as a mom or as a parent, regardless of where you are in your life, that's definitely a book that I would highly recommend. Check this out. And so the central idea of the book is the need for steady recovery and application of the whole person's uh, paradigm, uh, which holds the person have four intelligences physical intellectual emotional and spiritual yeah that, we talk about that we, all, the time, all too. the time all the time right and i always talk about the three-legged stool but he's talking about here's four-legged stool physical intellectual emotion which is the four quadrants to the youth program yeah oh my gosh denial of any of them reduces individuals to things inviting many problems and inviting many problems the industrial age is assumed to have a period of dependent and denial yeah Oh my gosh. Sorry, go ahead. No, no. I'm like, it's good. It's good. It's definitely a book you should start. Check this out. I think this goes on with today. He goes the four cancerous behaviors. Mm -hmm. Criticism, complaining, comparing, competing, and contending. Yeah. I am devouring this (laughs) book. I I can't wait to hear it about it next week. (laughs) (laughs) You know what? As soon as we're done, I'm hitting the gym. And on the way into the gym, I don't know where it is. But... I'm going to go and buy this book. I'm buying this book. This is so good. (laughs) Oh, man, that's so good. Anyways, so next week I'll be, you'll be learning. (laughs) We're going to have Professor Miguel. (laughs) Professor Martinez. (laughs) I could have never been a professor. I, yeah. No, I couldn't. You know, I, I like the teaching. But it's just, I think it would be too rigid for you. Is that what you're thinking? Or like No, way too much work. It's the whole like. Because being a professor at a university, you have to, you have to publish often. Yeah. So you have to be doing a lot of, which I don't mind doing the research and doing the development, whatever. But the amount of paper that you have to grade, <laughs> and it's not just like, oh yeah, one plus one equals two. It's like we're talking about essays and thesis, and then I have to, 
if I don't like the thesis or I don't think it's accurate, I have to be able to prove why the student's thesis is wrong. And like the amount of reading and writing that's taking place. Yeah, like no, I'm done. Oh, um, yeah. I'll just I'll just do a podcast with another Latina. <laughs> <laughs> have a list of big words that we don't use. <laughs> Pressure people into buying our shirts. Buy our shirts. Buy our shirts. <laughs> Maria needs to feed her kids. <laughs> There's only so much cereal I can give them. I'm just kidding. <laughs> oh, did I ever tell you about when Seth? <laughs> when Seth told he went to school and told the school that we weren't feeding him breakfast. <laughs> it's funny because that's happened to a friend of ours. Yeah, he went to school and told told the told the teacher. Yeah, that he's hungry because you know his parents, mom and dad, don't feed him breakfast, and then because and he doesn't he can't even have milk to grow because <laughs> hang on one second that there's more. Because the money that we would use on, on food, we're spending it on Tegan's business, her salon. <laughs> he like full out said all those words. No, I'm, I'm not even How joking. How old is he? How Grade was one. He? <laughs> so you got a call, I'm assuming? So we got a call. Well, it wasn't a call. We did a, it was a parent teacher. Uh, interview? Yeah. It was like, you know, yeah, parent teacher interview. This is how your son's doing and whatever. So I go in, Tegan was working. And so I go in and we sit down and Seth is like there, whatever. And then she looks over at him and says, you know, Seth. This is a safe space. (laughs) As soon as she said that, crap. As soon as she said that, I work with children. I work with teachers. That was code for you're in trouble, right? (laughs) And so she looks at Seth and she looks at Seth and she's like, you know, Seth, you're in a safe space. And Seth just looks at her and goes, "Uh uh-huh. And so I look at her. I'm like, what happened? And she goes, wait, Seth, would you like me to say something or you're going to say something? (laughs) And all I, this like empowering kid crap um, just kidding no i'm telling you right now he got a beating of a lifetime when he got home no i'm joking, <laughs> I'm joking. i just told him the power of words right yeah and so and she, she she told me the whole thing and that i beat him with a spatula oh he also said that yeah and i go and so i go beat him with the spatula and i go seth i beat you with the spatula she goes yeah she goes you grab the spatula and i grab the spatula and then we do this I'm like, you mean sword fighting? He goes, yeah, sword fighting, spatula. <laughs> and I looked at the teacher. I'm like, really? I'm she like, must have been like, oh, my gosh. You didn't do a little bit more digging here, right? And I go, well, the kid's one. He's healthy. He's playing every sport. You honestly think that we don't feed him breakfast, right? <laughs> Take a look at his lunch, right? Like, And so anyways, I was, I understood her concern and good for her. But I was upset as well that, anyways, well, and I shouldn't have been because she didn't call children's aid. <laughs> it could have been worse. She should have. And she says I could, she could get in trouble for confronting me and not just calling children's radio right away. Yeah. And the reason why, because she knew what I did for a living. Yeah. So she figured that it was a misunderstanding to begin with. So she just wanted to follow so, up. So, but the question points were very, yeah, they were, anyways, they were humiliating. And, <laughs> and I was more humiliated, and then, which led me to being upset. And I was like, oh, Seth. So we got home and I'm like, dude, you got to be careful with what you say because you know what beating means right and so anyway so i showed him some graphic videos of what beating means <laughs> do i do this <laughs> just kidding <laughs> oh, oh man. man that was absolutely horrible but anyway i loved i love today's topic it's it's and i'm getting better i'm getting better and better yeah. um it's it with more practice you get better right i always tell my kids that it is it is it, again as as as, as the, my position in the church it's uh, now I'm like, you don't like me. You don't. It's, that's your problem. <laughs> or, or, or in it, but and it's also, 
and I can't just let it go. Like, I mean, I'm also finding ways to continue building bridges. I don't just want to close the yeah. doors on anyone. But I mean, it's it's just like how I'm struggling with things. I should allow people to struggle with their cho- with their choices as well. It's so true because often it's projections, it right? Is, yeah. And like people, we all have difficult things that we go through. And imagine when you have a bad day and sometimes how you behave with other people. It's yeah. not necessarily the person, yeah. but sometimes it's what's going on in your life. So yeah. just give people grace. Yeah, and, I th- and that's what I'm working on. And I think I've, I'm doing a little bit better job. Uh, anyways, so we're we're doing good. I think yeah. So. All righty. All right. Well, thank you for joining us. Ladies and gentlemen, are you excited? 100% always. Why are you excited? You tell me. I'm excited <laughs> because, oh, listen. Uh, oh, we should. We, anyways, we didn't have the uh, an update. So we have a, an update on the tracker. Yep. What we've been talking about last week, right? Yep. Well, you want me to give them the update? <laughs> well, what's the update? Okay. Well, the update is is that we're we're right now in the step. Di- well, hold on. Uh, we are creating the step process of how to use this tracker. Mm-hmm. It needs a little bit of fine tuning. It's almost done, but I'm really excited because it is in my books the whole shebang. It's yeah. going to help you to ensure that you are not neglecting different parts of your life because true success is not having to get something up so you can be successful in another. Right. Right? So I'm like that I'm just excited about that. It's going to help you to prioritize, it's going to help you to use your time more effectively. It's going to help you to give you to remind you to have grace for yourself. So But you've been using it too, right? Yeah. I used it we I used it last week and it went so well. Mm-hmm. There's a few different areas of my life that I want to improve and it has to do with our business mm-hmm. and with the goals that we have and because of that tracker I was able to pinpoint specific actions that I felt overwhelmed in the past of doing. And then when I wrote them down, I realized that they're, I'm like, they're really not that overwhelming. It's only like a one, two things that I have to do. Mm. So it's really good. I'm excited. Okay. Yeah. So that's, that's pretty good. And also we have, we, I ju- we just finished creating a one pager mm-hmm. for, for our personal progress, which is a, it's a, it's a 19, 20 page booklet that we have. So we're doing something just a l- that's a little bit more, uh, more doable for one person just to go through one page. Right. And so, Anyways, it's, it's, it'll be an intro to the booklet at the end of the day, yeah. right? So, and the booklet goes into the science behind it as well. Yeah. And so, if you want more detail, then you you, you download or buy the booklet, right? Yeah, absolutely. I like the one-pagers because they're less overwhelming yeah. as you first start. Yeah. Sometimes getting an 18-page book, you're like, oh, yeah, I don't yeah. know you're able to do it. Yeah. But absolutely. a one-pager, you're kind of like, okay, I can do this. Yeah, absolutely. So, yeah. Make, uh, guys, listen, please, 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 please follow us on all these social medias and then share this content. Right. Yes. I mean, it. Uh, uh, if it helped you, and if you've been enjoying it, push it out. Buy a shirt. Get a mug. Where's your mug? Where's my mug? Where's your mug? <laughs> Buy a mug that we do not have. I have the, oh, <laughs> I was using it this morning, and it's dirty. It's upstairs in the in the thing, the mug club. Oh man. Which you're gonna be pushing that very very soon. But yeah, those those are all our social media sites, and so just make sure you like. Follow, follow us. You guys have an amazing week. We love you. We hope you got some good stuff out of here, and yeah. have a good week. Stay positive. Later. Peace. Bye. I didn't see the plague I have in my eye